There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, y'all. I gotta say. <laughs> Are you feeling fertile, everybody? Before we start, I have four words. To this we've come. <laughs> Literally. C-U-N. I don't know if I start out my life as a, as a poor white child in South Carolina knowing that I would have to be talking about a show where a woman wants to get impregnated and these are her suitors. I mean, this is basically a reenactment of you in the defensive line. <laughs> Yes. We've got Kristen Davis. Oh my God, Charlotte, she's my favorite. She must need the cash. That sex in the city money must have run out. You've got two cheers in a cup before you knock me up. This is labor and Get in here, boys! (laughs) I must say, some of those men did look familiar. Um, I think I recognized Alan. Mama wants a baby! (laughs) Well, you know, I keep trying, and I I haven't gotten pregnant yet. (laughs) Trust me. No, that's not a baby. That's that's just Poodle's ass because it's quarantine. It's like, fuck me! Just gurgles. Just gurgles. Fuck you! Y'all. Um, this Ooh. is Labor of Love. This, this is, is 90, Labor day of love. 90 Day Gays Presents Labor of Love. If you're new to the show, my name is Matt Marr, a.k.a. Maddie. And I am Poodle, a.k.a. Jake. Uh, we recap 90 Day Fiance, and we are the 90 Day Gays. And we recap 90 Day Fiance, but also we just re- we recap a lot of shows about, about love. people looking for love, and I and guess this is about that. <laughs> That is like my first thing to talk about. 
Y'all, this show is not. This show's about love, but it's not about romantic dating. This is not a dating show. No. This is kind of along the lines of those Fox reality shows like Joe Millionaire, The Swan. High caliber. You know. um, Emmy award winning. Dating in the dark. You know, they originally (laughs) were going to put this on Sundance, but you know, it just didn't work out. It was wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't ready ready for the Criterion Collection yet. Smithsonian passed. Shocker. A and E. A and E might pick it up now. Uh, a and E does a lot of polygamy uh, shows. I love them. They do a lot um, of polygamy shows. So, yes. you guys, the conceit of this here is that we are we're we're this is the show is called Labor of Love, which they could not get past. I guess stick it in my vagina. Or, or or impregnate me now or seed me like a Nebraska farmer. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Husk the, my corn so the, with your jizz. <laughs> oh God, y'all! If you get offended by jizz jokes, you're get gonna, ready. There's you're gonna, gonna need be a to, lot of them. You're either need, you're gonna drink your fucking white claw before you listen, or you're gonna need to turn the channel. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> I don't think any. No one turns the channel anymore. You know what? <laughs> I just I can get nostalgic. You can just get to another podcast. Um, so I want to start by this is in the mode of a bachelor ish kind of yes. show. So you guys, it starts with a lovely girl, Christy. She's very pretty. Um, I don't know if if you've watched the show, but I don't know if you could hear. But she's forty one years old. She only mentioned it like. <laughs> Seven times. I do like her. I, we don't know a lot about her. I She's kind of generic right now. Do but too. Um, she seems likable and she seems intelligent. I think she does. She's very pretty. I'm concerned that's all there is. I don't um, know. Yeah, there's, there's, you know how you see people on reality TV and you think, oh, that's an interesting person or I feel like there's something there. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that with like, you know, I don't really, I didn't really watch The Bachelor, but like Hannah Brown, the most recent Bachelorette. Or Robbie LaRiviere on, yes. on Finding That's Prince Charming. C- completely different idea, but okay. <laughs> but he wasn't. That show was horrible. But, um, but, but you again, can, you can relate it back to semen. I, true. I kind of don't see a lot in her. I, I don't know. I, I, I she I don't know either. This is the gonna, first episode, you guys. This show, this first episode, a good way for me to describe this first episode to me was frenetic. Oh yeah, it was so fast. It was so fast and all over the place. We meet Christy. She's again. She's forty one. She lives yep. in Chicago. And you guys, this is not a normal show because she not only wants to find the love of her life, she wants to have a baby like yesterday. Like yesterday, that clock is going. <laughs> Ring, ring, ring with the baby. <laughs> ding, ding, ding with the bell. Because y'all. Stick, she, stick, <laughs> stick in my Gina. Can he see me now? Something. Something, something, sell. You know, that, boy, that fell apart. Yeah. Did. Sometimes it does, y'all. I, I actually tried to stop you, but you kept going. <laughs> when I interject, that means this is not going well. <laughs> I'll let you finish it if I think it's good. But, so y'all. When he, you can, you'll tell when he starts on a song, and I know it's not going to make any sense. When there's one bad rhyme in the beginning, I will try to pull that plug. Sometimes I listen. Seven times out of ten, he listens. That was not good. Sometimes, yeah, it happens. Um, I just would have rather just. uh, I would like to stop and watch you do it, but the show would be three hours long. Um, So, you guys, she's trying to. 
wants two things. She wants a partner. Mm-hmm. And she wants to start a family, hence the name Labor of Love, yeah. which is kind of a little results-oriented there. They're talking about the baby being born way down the, uh, the idea. And because – so Kristen Davis tells us, who's the host – Sex uh, in the City fame, y'all. Charlotte, so, Charlotte. As we said in the, the theme song, that Sex in the City money, where did that go? Well, Sex in the City 2 was horrible. I guess that she... I guess, and now What's-Her-Name doesn't want to do anymore because she hates them uh, all. Kim Cattrall? Because she hates them all. I feel like... I really feel like, though, with the residuals, because still, it still airs <sighs> on, in syndication, does she really need that money? That her publicist or agent told her she needed to do this. I just feel like her image is completely antithetical to this show. Well, it is and it isn't because... She had fertility problems. Yeah. She had fertility problems in life, but also so did Charlotte. That was Charlotte's big thing. <clears throat> did you watch Sex and the City? You know, this is, this is an admission. I've never seen a full episode of Sex and the City, and I feel like I need... I know who they are. You should watch a couple episodes just for reference because it's still such a part of... I cannot handle Samantha's puns. It was part of the problem. You literally are Samantha. (laughs) Like, you actually are Samantha. But I don't say those terrible puns. I don't talk like this. You literally are Samantha. Remember when Christina Aguilera did her impression and we all died because it was amazing? it was amazing. But... That is the character of Charlotte. She has a hard time having a baby, and that's all that character wants is to have a baby. So that's why they asked that's her to why. do this. Because she is – hell, they I even just, look alike. I do think from a diversity perspective, I'm like, maybe we could have gotten like an African-American. Maybe we could have gotten a black woman. Either a black woman to have a baby or a black woman as a host or an Asian woman. And don't get me started on – we're going to talk about The Bachelors, but there are no Asian men – on no. this fucking show, and it's a problem. There are two black men. Um, I would take one, Asian men semen. It's I think good too. Two. It's kind of Italian looking guys. Yep. Um, one South African kind man of one. who can stick it in. Woo! Y'all, even one of the bat, even one of the other bachelors, Marcus, as wants to fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's like one Latin guy. Yeah. But again, they're and all- one guy who's indeterminate, Philip. <laughs> but even I will say, even the black man, even the Latin guy, and yes, I'm a white man talking about this, but they all seem to, well, it's just, they all seem just kind of vanilla, just boring, right? All of them. Right? All of them. Um, I think we're going to get more. Uh, you've, you've, you've obviously never watched The Bachelor. Because well, that's, they, they're all, all, all of imp- them, they're all first impressions. Are yeah, that's awesome. true. Um. You're used to shows, watching competition reality shows, where people are showing you more. Somebody told me that they know Keith, and I don't remember now who told me that. He's a gym owner. That's what I know. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, Um, y'all. I want to talk just in broad terms about this show. Well, Okay. Well, let's. we should tell people a little bit about Christy real quick. Just that she was 37 and she got married. She kind of thought she was going to do all the right things, and then she got divorced six months after she got married. (sighs) Which means, y'all, she found out her husband was probably crazy. It's one or the other. She found out her husband was crazy. Or she went or loco. she realized she could not do it. Yeah, so um, she said, I did all this work to do the conventional path, and it doesn't work out. And that, I think, was a relatable story to tell, because I think a lot of women and men yeah. think they do all the right things, and then you're alone, fingering yourself to Cheetos figures, watching <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, and wondering why you don't have kids. <laughs> 
and you see like three lean cuisine boxes. Yeah. And you know you're only supposed to eat one, but you're hungry you're after hungry. you eat the first one. And you told me, you told yourself, I'm not going to buy. You said, she would don't buy this hungry man. Just buy the lean <laughs> cuisine, buy three of them and have one. And you told yourself tonight was going to be the night that you were only going to have one. And you had three. <laughs> Doesn't sound like anybody I know. Nothing. Hungry man. I've never had a hungry man dinner. <laughs> have you? <laughs> you know, actually, I have it. My mother um, hated TV dinners. I've we had never some had them. Stouffer's, like Stouffer's lasagna. Stouffer's lasagna we've had. But yeah. Like never the individual. I never grew up with them. I never, I never grew did. up with them. My those. mother hated them. Um, I want to say, too, just so, because we have a lot of. Uh, as Dean would say from 90 Day Fiance, female. But we have a lot of women listeners, and we know that. I just want to say, we are fully aware that we are two cis, white, gay men talking about women, a woman's body and her having a baby. And I want to specify, <laughs> we don't think women need to have kids at all to be have self Not at all. You cannot have a baby if you don't want to have a baby. And you, I wish there were less people who had kids. We need less people in the world. <laughs> There's too many. Um, you don't need a baby to complete you. You can also have a baby at 41. It's fine. By yourself. Uh, out you here. Can yeah, and that's why I did. I don't know if you saw so this. Go into your thing, yeah. She did. She did go to the fertility clinic and said, I am going to freeze my eggs because if this doesn't work out, I'm going to have a baby regardless. Great. And so that was like the smartest thing the show did. A lot of my female friends are like, should I freeze my eggs or not? And, I'm, and I know that it's expensive yeah, why not? and a little well, that's true. painful. But I'm like, but you're so stressed out about this. Just yeah. freeze your eggs. And then it's just <laughs> peace of mind. Right. Um, I think to uh, – and out here in Los Angeles, I I meet – and I a lot of my friends – all of all of a lot of those women have had like advanced maternal age, as they call it, mm-hmm. and that's anything we talked about. Anything over thirty five, y'all. Thirty five is a geriatric, yeah, presence. geriatric pregnancy. Uh-huh. Don't you love that? Women who've had it, you have that big stamp. It's horrible. <laughs> There's a really if y'all and you have to go to a special gynecologist. Yeah, if y'all are interested in this topic from a woman's perspective, uh, I have an old improv friend, Molly. Um, she does a podcast called Spermcast, mm-hmm. and it's. First of all, she's really, really funny, but it's like this is it's all about her process of being a single woman wanting to have a baby. I literally she sings a theme song called Just Give Me Your Sperm. <laughs> it's great. So uh it happens, you guys, uh completely. So she is relatable in that way. Um I wanna talk about is this show a dating this show is trying to be both a dating show. And a weird, like, competitive, who can, who can, like, seed me up, like, sire me like a bull Again, (laughs) reminded me of Jake fucking the defensive line. (laughs) Pull out, Robbie. (laughs) Carl's about to come. Get out of there. Yeah, Carl. Yeah, Carl. Uh Uh-oh, Tommy's coming, too. He's roughing the quarterback. (laughs) Woo! Um... But there's I, touchdown. <laughs> Kick it between the posts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I really have a problem with the with a concept of this. It's kind of like how I had a problem with the Bachelor. Uh, not I almost said Lost in Paradise. Bachelor. Listen to your bachelor heart. Bachelor karaoke dreams. Listen yeah. to your heart. Yeah. Um, Are you still watching that show? It just ended. Oh, it did. Yeah. Who won? I will. I can't tell you right now. Because I forgot. <laughs> and, it's, and it was so, it was so underwhelming. That's all I, I forgot. Oh. It was that bad. 
I, st- I still did watch it, though. It got me hooked. Mostly because... But after Julia was gone, I didn't really want to watch it anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway, that show tried to be two things, too. But at least they had the Bachelor franchise going on. Yes. This is like, what reason does she have to fall in love with these men if she just wants to have it banged out? Well, it almost would make sense and if this was a, a bachelor in bachelor labor of love. You know what I mean? If it was a bachelor yes. spinoff. Yeah, because she's meeting all these people new. I almost would prefer, it would be way more interesting to me, almost if this was a show about like, hey, dude. Let's just see if we click, if we could raise a kid together. I just want your semen. If we end up dating, I sure. I think that's, ex- that's exactly what I want. I would I much said rather this, see that show. This is a competition for her sperm donor. I would much this, rather call it in, what it is. If we meet, if we meet and decide we want, or you want to be in my kid's life, that's fine. But I think that that kind of show is way too out there for Fox. Yeah. And I think that's maybe way too out there for America. I don't know. I think it's way too out there for cable. Yeah. but They could I, do that on Netflix maybe or Amazon. But is it realistic to believe both those things can happen at once? Because when you meet someone. No, it's not. When you meet someone, you usually don't have the added stress of I, you're going you're gonna to have to fuck me in about three months. Otherwise, I'm never going to. I don't know <laughs> that you see. Was- all right, I'm See, gonna I stop stopped. you there. I Thank stopped. you. Thank you. Um, so, y'all, uh, that that those are my reservations about the show. I I I and, and they, they're they're big reservations because I can't see anybody making an actual uh, uh, earnest effort about it. It's, no. it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So. Y'all, so she meets Kristen Davis. All of a sudden, Kristen Davis shows up. She's toast. I should say, they fly down to Atlanta. Yeah, she flies to Atlanta. <clears throat> Kristen Davis brings her a peach pie. I don't <laughs> think she made it. She did not. This was bought at, uh, this was bought at Costco. Uh, Publix. Yeah, Publix. <clears throat> H-E-B. Um, I don't think they had that in Atlanta. Oh, that's just Texas? Yeah. Oh, I don't okay. know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Hey, um, Siri, what kind of grocery stores do they have in Atlanta? I just told you. Publix. Uh, Kroger. <laughs> I am kind of from around that area. possibility is smart and final on Wilshire Boulevard. <laughs> Want to try that one? Oh, God. <laughs> Siri fucked up. So, y'all, uh, Kristen Davis does kind of explain why uh, she's there. Uh, it's not, it's not, and then, although uh, Christy does say, Charlotte, you are my girl. You're my, by the way, <clears throat> if you were... Having a baby by yourself and the only grocery store you're going to is Smart and Final. You need to ask for help. Anyway, yes, yeah, good deals there. She's like, uh, yes, Charlotte. Charlotte, you're my girl. Which again, she related to her, and that's when Kristen Davis talks about. Which I like that Kristen Davis. She worked said it, her whole thirties. She was like, I worked my whole thirties, and which a yeah. lot. It see that's what kind of pulls me in at this. Okay, I'm just going to fully admit this. Okay. I'm kind of already hooked into this show, Ugh, and a really? part of me really likes it. Um, what makes you like it? I'm just curious. What what I like. I don't like it or dislike it. I'm just kind of freaked out by this weird concoction that it is. It depends on where it goes. If this goes, <clears throat> but I don't think it will, but if this goes from a, a place of like female empowerment that this is a woman <sighs> who has been working in her 30s and building her career, and this is for—and so— 
it's not that she has I think a lot of women feel guilt that wait later to have children yeah, as I if they did something wrong and, and you're not I think doing, she does feel that too and I, yes yeah. and so I'm hoping that that alleviates that for women that if you're a woman and you still you want to have a kid but you're like fuck it I'm going to build my career first and do it I don't think it's going there I don't think it's and let me tell you way. why the focus most of this episode has been on her interaction with the men and it's yeah. still going to be a I choose you competition and and the men have already talked about alliances. So y'all, this is still a competition and show. So that's unfortunately, why I don't. Yeah, because she talks to Kristen Davis, and then um, they're going to have a southern soiree. They're going to have a southern soiree, <laughs> which is not what you have in the south, by the no. way. No, no, it's not. I've never been to a soiree. I think that's a French word. So, so and also a soiree, y'all. That's a party that happens at night. <laughs> It is. This is happening in the middle of the day. You have had a French orgy, though, in France. <laughs> and that was at night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it was a soiree. That, that's kind of like how I think Van Gogh may have painted orgy at night. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just me on my back getting pummeled. <laughs> and you didn't notice it until you got up close. <laughs> From a distance, it just looked like the universe. It just looks like, oh, look beautiful. Like You're just, like, is that? Milky Way, and then you get close to you, go, like, oh no, that's jizz. No, that's an asshole. That's a, <laughs> an asshole with jizz on it. Oh, looked like the Milky Way 10 feet away. Orgy at night. <clears throat> Sold well at Christie's. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, we see, uh, we see Christ, Christie's parents. Well, the problem with Kristen is the host, and Christie again, it's like. <laughs> Let's give a host named Rachel. Like, or call her um, only, I don't know, Kristen? In, or, or, no, Kristen. Or, or, Although some, or people could, some people still couldn't remember her name. <laughs> That's good. That was real good. Cindy. Um, Cindy. So you guys, we meet Christy's parents. And they're, they're very typical Midwesterners. And, and again, it's weird because they keep showing people's parents and it's like. It's so weird. It's like, I, why do you, we don't need this. That was so distracting. We don't need this. I know why they're trying to do it because we're trying to get inside the psychology of them. But when 15 mm. people, it's too early to it's introduce early. parents. I also want to say that Christy's father kind of reminds me of, you know, a ventriloquist dummy, but imagine it got older. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's fair. It's kind of like red face, but with white yep. hair. Flush like cheeks. Edgar Bergen's like yep. <laughs> was mm-hmm. dummy, but it turned not like, like 80. Yeah, not like Madam. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. No, like he just, you, he would say like, wow, I'm made of wood, but I love Christy. Exactly. <laughs> and his legs would dangle. <laughs> and his wife had her hand up his ass because she's into fisting. Christy's mom is kinky, y'all. I don't know. I'm not saying anything about her father. I'm just saying he looks like an elderly ventriloquist dummy. Can we talk about the men's? <laughs> yes, let's jump in. The men's. Because as someone on 90 Day Fiance would say, I'm not familiar <laughs> with the men. <laughs> and so. Um, Thank you, Yolanda. I just wanted to say this. The mother said, um, we're, we're concerned. This is, you know, we hope this works out for her. If I did this. My mother wouldn't care. My mother, she. I'm telling you, I don't care if I came up to my mother. Hey, mom, I'm going to have sex with like 
10 women in a crack house and hopefully have a baby. Oh, good. I just want a little Matthew. That's all she wants. She would sell my semen to the lowest bidder just wow. to get a baby. Wow. Oh, yeah. So you think they're completely supportive and your mother would be too. Oh. About this. She'd go and on the show and so interview you them. Would, you would meet... You would meet these, your mother would meet these women and say, now you he, you know Matthew's a big old cocksucker, cock right? Uh, no. <laughs> He's a big old pickle smoker. He's not going to be able to put it in you. But he has a pretty singing voice. He'll <laughs> sing to you at night. My little angel, he sings. That's what she'll say. He can set a table real well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you seen his Wonder Woman lasso? <laughs> it's cute. He won't tie you up with it, but he'll tell you to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, the idea of you ever, ever trying to be, trying to get a woman to. I don't think I can physically have sex with a woman. I don't think. I agree. I, I, have, I have once been to, I know you've done it. I've done it. But that was in his, that y'all, and that was in, when he was in his 20s. When, when you're in your 20s. You could do anything. You'd fuck a, now, a squirrel it, that be, looked like it had harder. big balls. It, I, but, you know, I might be, I could be pressed to do many things. I don't know if I could. I remember once my best friend got divorced <clears throat> and I was trying to be a good friend and I took him to a strip club. Mm-hmm. And those girls just. They tried all, They tried their best. They tried the best. I mean, they put their tits on my face. I'm like, honey, you can't get blood out of a turnip. A woman <laughs> gave me a lap dance with her clothes on and I could feel her vagina trying to grab my dick and I was like nothing but we talked about NARS cosmetics and I told her about orgasm blush and I said and it's on brand your straight friend probably went you're ruining this for me no they were so sweet to him because they love me he walked out of there drunk with glitter on his face and he said that was the best night ever for him let's talk about the men's um, his new wife listens to this podcast, I think. So if you're listening and you know who you are, this is before he met you. <laughs> it was. So y'all, are, we start with Marcus, who's 39. He's an anesthesiologist. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. Uh, perfectly normal. Kind of looks like mashed potatoes. Yep. Perfectly normal, though. Yeah, they're good. I know. They're great. We all need some mashed potatoes. You, you, they, they, they might not heat up well. No. But you if you put them in the st- if you put them in the uh, in, in the, the pot in the stove pot, it'll heat maybe up well. add a little bit Some of milk, butter, butter, buttermilk. Yeah, we're gonna move on. Yeah. Then there's Jason, y'all. He from the, he's from North Carolina, y'all. That's kind of how my parents talk. It is. Yeah, I thought that is very exactly much, how your especially my father. Talk. My father's father like right your, around from and there. Even your brother a yeah. little too. So he's he he's, runs his own flooring business, y'all. He's really southern. He's really cute. His and, body is amazing on Instagram. And honestly, I'm glad. I knew you'd already looked. Um, oh yeah. Honestly, this is these are the hot guys I would ogle when I was younger. We're gonna talk about Jason some more. Yeah, because he's he, got a, he's got a, he's got a lot to we got a lot to talk he about. He does what we he shows his ass yeah. as we say. So then there's Matt, Matt, professional wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> who I'm gonna be honest. At first, I judged him for it, um, and then yeah. as we got to know him, I liked him more. He has pretty eyes. Uh, his story about becoming a professional wrestler was—I think he thought it was cuter than it when it actually was. Because he said, "Yeah, my dad asked me if I wanted to see someone fly." <laughs> it was just a really strange. You can fly. Way. You can fly. You, you can, can fly. fly. What's that do to the wrestling? I believe I can fly. We can't sing that song anymore. It's because of R. Kelly, yeah. Because he peed on people. Yeah. No, not just that. Oh, no, he was just underage girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you 
can pee on someone if you want. But they need to be of age. And, and they say, <laughs> would you, you like. You should ask for their IDs. They say, would you like to pee on me? And you say, thank you, please, sir. <laughs> and then you pee on them. Exactly. You need to get consent. Speaking of consent, this man Ooh. has all the consent. Ellen from South Africa. Y'all, his Instagram. He is, oh. Oh. His, is he shirtless a lot? No, he doesn't have that many pictures. <clears throat> However, his chest looks like, oh. it looks like Africa. It's Y'all, just broad I would and beg. ready for a safari. I range down in Africa. Ooh. I want to take some time to put your fat in, in my mouth. <laughs> He's got a huge dick, too, y'all. It's huge big. Huge dick. It's big. Huge. It's not the biggest of the show. I'm going to talk about that later. But, y'all, if you're new to the show, we talk about men's penis something sizes. Something called BDF, and that's called, not BDE, Big Dick Energy. That's something you can read. Mm-hmm. Big BDF, Big Dick Face, is something I was blessed with as a child. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and it's the ability to know if a man has a big dick. And he does. And sometimes he knows. it's been quite a tragedy because sometimes I'll see them and I or I'll date them and I'll go, I like them personally, but then I just I know I'm not going to get anything mm-hmm. at the end. It's so rewarding too because you know, kind of like a superhero that like denies his or herself. <laughs> Poodle for years admitted he wasn't a dick pig. Oh, all of his twenties. I don't care. What do you care about that? And then in his mid thirties. He I became one. The, he I, saw the light. I, I assumed my true form. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like a phoenix out of the asses. <laughs> so there's Ellen, who is a writer from South Africa. There's, uh, yes, we don't know what kind of writer. Y'all come um, at us if you know. Marcus then, has already kind of wants to fuck him. Because like, this, this guy looks like Gregory Peck. I mean, he looks like his pecs. I mean, I, mean, I want to suck him. I, I mean, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> pussy, 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 tits, tits. He is striking, though. He is strikingly beautiful. Um, next is Trent. Trent, Ugh, y'all, he's such a douche. Trent is a tennis. <laughs> Trent is that tennis instructor who always smells like stale cigarettes in your I'm country gonna, club. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to hate this guy. Uh, I guarantee you. He's unless a, he, he said he's a woman whisperer. He's not a horse whisperer. Not a great comparison there. He's like, because he has older sisters. So I'm a, like the woman whisperer. And he doesn't have any males to carry on his blood. Which so he, great. He is Southern as well. And y'all in the South. He's from Colorado, though. But his, his, his dad his, was there, Southern. He's Southern, yeah. Because um, his dad had an accent when yeah. they showed his parents. And his y'all, last name's Brooch. Lineage is important to Southern it people. Is. But the thing is, you guys, women, uh, she could decide. You, she, you, Women don't have to take a man's name. Yeah. So, she can have his baby and say, this kid's right. last name is going to be yeah. Smith or whatever Christie's so, name is. Or his his sisters could keep their own names. Yes. You know, I, I just, I, I'm just kind of like, that obsession with lineage. Now, I come from it, so I can't say anything about it. Um, you know, or maybe name your, if you have a girl, God forbid you have, you have the misfortune to have a girl. Yeah. Maybe give your middle name to, well, I don't know if I want a girl named Brooch. I think your name should die. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad name. It's not even spelled like brooch, like a no, woman. No, it's, it's weird. It's like B-R-O-A-C-H. What's that mean? Rhymes with roach. Not good. Your name should die. It's like- I proclaim it. It's like we once were camp counselors to a, a man whose last name was Slutsky, and he had five <laughs> daughters, and that's the way it needed to be. Because nobody needs to be a Slutsky anymore. Even they said, why do I want to be a Slutsky? That's a, he was hot. He was hot. So hot, and he founded AOL and was rich as fuck. 
don't anyway, know if she should have told him the actual business he founded, but that's okay. It's fine. Uh, y'all, next um, is Stuart. He's 40. He's a CEO. He has worked really hard. Kind of like with Christy, he's just worked hard and yeah. he hasn't really thought about it. He's cute. He seems fine. He actually he's, seems funny. They're all, I will say, it's different than the normal Bachelor things, you guys, because these are guys who are a little older. I don't think yes. everyone's at least 30. No one is under 30. I feel, yeah. I feel like most everyone's over 35. There's... I think someone's 36. Philip is the youngest. Yeah, and I think he's 36. Philip is 36. Yeah. And they're up to all the way up to 46. Most people were like 38. Can I just say, not to toot our own horn, but I guess this is a sunblock. I thought the same. The drunk elephant vitamin C and my Trentonin. But drunk elephant vitamin C. It's the best vitamin C, y'all. That makes my face, That their stuff makes my face break out a little bit. Ula Hendrickson has a good vitamin C, too. You we should try that. We can't talk about this. Y'all come at Poodle with your sensitive vitamin Cs because he <laughs> needs it. Everybody needs it. Um, anyway. Let's. Um, we look so much younger. We look like, better, but younger than these guys. And we are, you know. I'm older than a lot of them. But, yeah, we are in our 40s. Yeah. And we look, I'm just saying, good for us. Um, good for us. So then there's Angelo, who's from Florida, and he's a firefighter. Oh, and I thought is, Marcus is a firefighter. No. That Marcus is the. Um, I typed the wrong name. Is the. <laughs> shocking. shocking. Shocking that you would get someone's name wrong. <laughs> I'm actually shocked. You're y'all. When we start talking with these men, he's oh. gonna call them the wrong names mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get ready. So there's Angelo hopes he can find someone with whom he can share his values. Angelo, <laughs> Angelo, he's fine. He's fine. Not- yeah, his parents were funny. Yeah. Again, y'all, my douche, uh, my douche level of I'm doing. A- yeah, you sound like um, like gopher. Yeah, or, or, uh, uh, hottie in closet. Hottie in closet. Um, I have such a low douche tolerance these days. I can't even deal. There's, um, you're right. Philip is next. Philip, he's um, a medical technician. He's very curly he's, hair. Very curly hair. He's cute. And then there's Tally. 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 Who's got a scratchy voice? Tally did a lot of coke in his early 30 years, <laughs> and he looks like it. Yeah, and because he's, he's 46, yeah. and he looks 10 years older than us. And he's now, and he's now. He's probably, an attorney. He. T- spends a lot of time on his body. He um, works out. Dun, dun, probably like takes the music that says "She's as cold as ice." <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Well, and lift that weight, bro. Probably works at a male only. Works out at a male only gym. You know that they yeah. have those. Yeah, uh, y'all, maybe. Tolly doesn't take performance enhancing drugs. Oh, however, he does take creatine. Yeah, or something like that. Yes, his um, farts smell like human growth hormone. <laughs> and I, he also, he also he's said, in very good shape. He is. He said, "You know what? I'm old enough to know that youth is wasted on the young." And I said, "So he's a half full glass guy." <laughs> I'm old enough to know better, but I'm still too young to care. <laughs> Monday morning, I wake up with a hammer in my hand. Boss man yelling something at me that I don't understand. <laughs> don't know how I got to work, but I still know I'm there. I'm old, old enough, enough to know better. Know better, but, but I'm still, still too young, young to care. care. That's by Wade Hayes. That is called late 90s country. You're welcome. It's a specialty of ours. Wasn't Wade Hayes hot? Yes. Kind of like goofy looking big dick face. What happened to him now? Eh, he's probably working at a... Hey Siri, what does Wade Hayes look like now? <laughs> Tony Wade Hayes is an American country music artist. Signed to Columbia Records. Doesn't say. 
He made his debut. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you screwed up. Just show me the picture. I say he was probably just working in a lady footlocker or something. That's true. <laughs> probably. Um, then there's Keith. Keith is a gym owner. He was helped a friend be a co-parent for a year. Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, um, resume thing to have. He um, said that he can get hot really quick and is emotional. So, y'all, he's going to be the crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Then, And he even was trying to fix someone's collar, and someone called him Collar Boy. And I'm like, maybe not be the first to call one of the two black guys boy. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> and he, like, he kind of got annoyed. He's like, Collar Boy. It was weird. Y'all. <laughs> yeah, I can only see what's going to happen there. And then there's Gary. Gary. Who's cute. He is. He's, he's, he's nerdy cute. He's my favorite he's of all of them. He is your type. Yeah. He is a company that makes baseball bats. Out a of baseball San, bat maker. San Francisco. He's really handsome. He seems like a smart, just normal yeah. guy. He's my favorite. He won't last because he's yeah. not reality TV. Yeah. He's going to be boring. And then last is Walker. He's from he, South Carolina. He's of South Carolina. He's a funeral director, and he fear, hmm. fears dying alone. There's a lot more. You said last. There. Who else is? Oh, there's, wait. Sorry, no. I had to scroll up. There's, okay. Then there's Kyle, y'all. Ooh. Who's 6'8". Gagosh. Kachunk, huge hands, mm. bigger dick. Doom. Doom. <laughs> that sound was not him walking. His that was the sound that of was him his just dick swinging, just swaying, swing, just a swing, sweet Kyle Dick, <laughs> coming so, for to fuck my whole. <laughs> nope, nope, no more. <laughs> um, so Jason I is. I said a swing. <laughs> this better end well. I'm done. I know. Uh, so Jason basically says, oh, you play basketball? He's like, volleyball. He's like, oh, I play volleyball too. And he's like, oh, what do you play for? Oh, I just play on the beach. <laughs> and Kyle's like, no, I fucking play. Yeah. Like, he's from Austin. He was five years in the Air Force. He's gorgeous. He is. He has pretty eyes. Yeah. He, his eyes kind of remind me of... Uh, Lauren and what's his name from Love is Blind? Cameron. Cameron's yeah. eyes from Love is Blind. Um, then we have Mario from New York. Mario. Mario. He's Italian. Mario. And the kids are like. Are he's a the, kid from Queens with yeah. big dreams. I liked him. He was like. Yeah. He he's, was the one that had parents I liked. He's the, he's, and the parents are like, uh, well, hopefully he'll have, uh, he'll have a child that's a boy. But he does look like a walking ragu commercial. He does. So do his parents. Like it's like. Um, it's in there. Some it, semen. Semen. A semen on that. And then we have Budge. <laughs> Y'all, you know, if you watch The Bachelor, there's always one contestant that doesn't really fit in. That was kind of the wild card that they threw in just to be different than the others. That's Budge. Poor Budge is boring. <laughs> Poor. You know, he, y'all, he's a conservative man with morals. So, and conservative men with morals obviously don't drink. So he doesn't drink. He He's one of the older ones, I like ones it how too. he conflates the two. He's 44. Yeah. And so he's just having water, whereas the rest of them are drinking. Yeah. Again, I wrote in all caps, American... America, where are the fucking Asian men? This is a problem in diversity. And I just want to say, I want some hot Asian dick up in here. <laughs> I'm just fair, saying. Fair. They're fair. Um, Before we, I can't think, move on. Let, will you want to take a time, take a yeah. little little break? So if you're listening to this on the Gaytreon, uh, we're, which we should say, the first two episodes of this are going on the regular podcast. So if you're listening on the regular podcast, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But if you're on the Gaytreon, just keep on listening. We're going to go right on. 
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my, um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and...
The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Okay. Okay. Let's move back. on. Um. So, they all the guys are gathered around, mm-hmm. and Kristen Davis comes out, and they're like, "Ah!" Oh. And I think this is a good sign because if someone would have been, "Oh my God, Charlotte," <laughs> he might have been a homosexual. <laughs> it's not going to be your baby daddy. It's not good. I mean, he, he if, could. He's not going to have sex with you. None of them knew who. Who she they was. They were like, who is she? She looks famous. Oh, wow. She's... Did she serve us at Buffalo Wild Wings? Is that that girl from the Jergens commercial? Yeah, exactly. That's good. Um, anyway, so it's a good thing. So she starts mingling. Christy does. Yeah, she starts mingling. and there, she, looks, she looks really pretty, by the way. She, she looks really yeah. pretty a lot. Um, and so they're kind of talking. Let's just get to it. Suddenly, y'all... Waiters come out. Like it's Hello Dolly, but Hello this time. Hello 
semen. Well, hello. This is the waiter's gallop, but with jizz. Semen, you'll never go away. Semen, you'll never go away. Take it, poodle. Semen, you'll never go away again. Jizz. So... You guys, this is where the show goes off the rails. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. For the first time, it is like the fucking waiter's gallop. She <laughs> mean. <laughs> Y'all, that was a Carol Channing deep cut for you gays out there. Christy. <laughs> Christy. Are they going to fuck you yeah. right now? Alien, <laughs> can I see you? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Now, she should have hosted that. She should have hosted um, Christy, who's going to be your father? <laughs> so, y'all, uh, they go out to their – behind them is a mobile collection center, also what they called me in college. <laughs> there goes mobile collection center. Hey, boys. <laughs> hey. I've called it the cum trailer. Yep. Um, Literally, or they just, the right, just semen receptacle, cum dump. <laughs> just call it what it is. Call it what it is. This, cum compartment. So this is actually part of the show that I actually was shocked by, but also liked in that I kind of love that they are sexualizing these men, and also women have to talk about their bodies and their the reproductive. They talk. I, I totally agree. All the time. And it, I love that we're taking this look in some way with men. I like that. I agree with that. However, the show lost all its credibility when it's when it did this. Because if the roles were reversed and this was a man mm-hmm. uh, having to find women to have his baby, mm-hmm. first of all, that would have never happened. It would never happen. But the if if the women had to be checked to see if they were if they were fertile, uh-huh. it would wouldn't work either. Um, so I get, I get what you're saying. I'm saying they lost their credibility. As well, I guess that's what they're saying out. that you know they could have, but they could have done this. They sh- this should have been pre-screened ahead of time. I think they did. I I 100 percent guarantee you, you they checked on this because if a guy had a low semen count, he wouldn't be able to be on the show. I totally agree. But I'm saying that as soon as they did this stunt. Mm-hmm. That was what the well, idea about I think love what you're saying, is gone. I was going to say, the idea of love is gone. Yeah. And that's where I wish they just made this about meeting people, having connections with yeah, them. Yeah, it's just not going to be. It's not going to be. I, I guarantee you it's going to be a lot more about love than it's going to be about making a baby. It's true. Um, um, and so, so they all get a semen. They all get their semen. So I want to just set this up. Okay. They're walking in. There's like six doors or five doors, mm-hmm. and they're all walking into it like it's a porta potty. Uh-huh. Um, and they're all jerking off at the same time. Just to be clear, y'all. To, you, so you don't just you don't just jizz when you open your pants if you're a woman. No, as you know, you it takes a while to work up that. And jizz. I know you got to stir the batter. You can't mess up the semen sample too, so you can't use lube or spit or anything. You just got to really. Yeah, I've heard you got to just dry do it. Wow. Yeah. Would you have been able to do this in a, in a room with all those with all the. Crew of production. I'm, you know, there's a grip with a camera out of your head. <laughs> funny, I've never had sex being watched before. <laughs> like, because I've done yeah. a lot of freaky deaky shit. Yeah, I hope but, there's not some voyeuristic tape out there somewhere. Uh, yeah, I should tell you about. 
spooch. Don't listen to my last cam session. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, then there are these weird men standing guard. Well, they take the samples, <laughs> and then they take the samples, and then y'all, if that's not enough, there's a prize and a trophy given. Yes. To the most virile. That's where we. That's where I went. We went off. We went off the rails. Then it, now, y'all, it's about getting the prize bull to fuck her. It re- and this is why I'm like, I wish they would throw out love as well. Yeah. And y'all, guess it's who It's Alan. That's I what, mean. That's what Maddie's Aunt Peggy calls me. Yeah. Alan. She thinks he looks like Alan for two and a half men. And I will. I have, I have got. We used to. I used to get John Cryer that I looked like him when I was younger. Y'all. So. She called not me Alan, only, <laughs> Not only is he gorgeous, not only does he have a South African accent, not only does he have a, a pretty big dick, he has the highest he sperm. He has the highest sperm count. Fill me up <laughs> when you take down your pants for my asshole. What song you is that? Oh, yeah. oh, I get it. Wow. I, you changed too many words, and I didn't I know did. what it was. You also didn't do it in the right key, but that's okay. Did. Um. So anyway, you fill me up. <laughs> no, no, stop. You fill me up. I can't go any higher. No. So then they give trophies. Uh, that was when I went. Okay, this show's going to be a disaster. Going to be great. I'm just going to watch it burn. Going to be great. So, so she says good night. It's just yelling at him from her house. So there's two twin houses, y'all. It's mm-hmm. it's still even more culty. It's so like, they're in one house. She's in another. another. So it's this weird like group of like horny boys, and she's the damsel clean, super clean mm-hmm. princess in the other, mm-hmm. who's like. They're all competing to impregnate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucked up. I've, I I think this show's fucked up. I've watched some porns that have started this way, and the girl ends up going to see her mother, <laughs> and the guys are all alone in the house. Ooh, I've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they come to a the house is all weird and like Handmaid's Tale a little bit too, because there's a big sign that says fatherhood. That really yeah. creeps me out. It's it's and the a guy's like, That's house. what this is about. Making babies. It's very season one of like Chip and Jojo. It's like pretty and white with all these like I don't like it, all the white. I it's I, too much. I have a big problem with all that white. Well, that's actually outdated. People don't do their yeah. homes now with that. Their people are starting to do color. Um, a lot of white. Um the, but there's the fatherhood room room has beer on tap. Y'all by this point, the guys are in the fatherhood room. Jason is full he's on so drunk. drunk. He is. He's been drunk. ripped for about three hours, and he's already been like, kind of. I'm going to say something that's controversial here. He's already kind of been hanging on people. He's been all these guys, with the boys. All, I think Jason could be closet gay. I, I agree. His body is too perfect. He did tell. I think was it Keith. He's like, I got your ass if you don't sink this next ball. And they're playing pool. Not not ball, the first not time real. someone said that to me. <laughs> And you know what? Poodle sunk the ball. <laughs> Truth. Truth. Um, so Mario, Jason's really drunk. He's he's like to the point where he's barely holding on. Um, throwing up drunk. Mario even has to help him go to the bathroom. I know, Mario, was, it was so sweet. That Mario was taking sweet. care of him. Um, that's all I have. Day two. Yes. Um Jason's hung over, you guys. He's hung over. His parent, Jason's parents says he's a little bit ahead and he's a little bit ahead. His mom kind of looks like Paul's mom. <laughs> it does. She's just, yeah, but she says they go to, and they decide. I'm a little bit country. I'm a, a little, little bit, bit homosexual. <laughs> yeah. 
homosexual. Mm-hmm. So they go to the barbecue and they're like, let's start yelling out her name. And Alan's <laughs> like, okay, Cindy. And they're like, nope. Well, they, they don't say that. They'll say, let's serenade her. Let's serenade her with a song we all know. Then obviously they give up and they're just like, like it's Lord of the Flies. They're like, Christy, Christy, Christy. Like they're doing a fucking keg stand at a frat party. <laughs> this is when I had to leave for about a minute. It's just let's be honest, thirty seconds. It really feels primitive, y'all. It it feels it like feels it feels really like gross. Ooga booga. Yes. Let's fucking make kids. I'm gonna beat her in the like, head of the club, and I'm gonna drag her. Yes, exactly. But it's also, but at the same time, she has the power. But she has the power, but not really in a but way. But they're not being overt. Saying like it's <clears throat> like they're trying to be a subtle feminist show instead of saying this show is about giving women back the power. But it's not. It's not. But it's not, yeah. Yeah, she's gonna. I get, here's looking, reading the tea leaves. She's gonna go through them and say and eliminate them and say ridiculous things like men would say to women. Yep. Mm-hmm. How is that doing any better? It's true. Yeah, I was um, more concerned with y'all. There was some cheap ass liquor at that barbecue. I I said the Th- same thing. Those were thing. cheap ass liquor. It looks like Burnett's vodka. I think <laughs> I spied. <laughs> this is season one, y'all. They don't have a budget. No. No, it does not look good. Uh, so, um, so Trent is uh, is very excited. He's got a jacket on, like my grandmother had right before she died. <laughs> oh, it's very yeah. floral. Mm-hmm. My grandmother loved jackets like that. It was a bomber. He's trying to be Karamo from Queer Eye, but it looks better on Karamo. Yeah, much better. Yeah. So then, basically, they're doing this barbecue, and this is where this shit we get the familiar of the Bachelor of. Hey, can we talk for a second? Yeah, can I, can hey, I steal, you, can for I steal you for a second? There's a lot of stealing. There's a lot of stealing. There's nothing really that important about this part. No, she likes Stuart. He seems nice. Marcus seems nice. Alan says dating has been hard from him, and I'm like, because you're fucking everything. Because <laughs> what's hard about it? Because Alan? as soon as you talk, people want to jump on your dick. Because he's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Unless he's writing like porn or like Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> and even if he was writing Calvin Hobbes, that's doable to I me. I think I'd be fine. Calvin's funny. Uh, so she does talk to Tolly and she can't get a straight answer out of him. He's like, I want to know more about you. And the thing is, she's she has she's ha- is the investigator here. So yeah. it makes sense for her to ask all the questions. Yes. And but a lot of men don't want to get control. I know. So that is interesting. So the, and you can even see it with some of the men, they don't really want to talk about themselves. Yeah. And what's we'll, we'll find this out when she decides who to eliminate, which she says, I don't see us starting a family. I kind of love that. I kind of uh, love it. That's it, how she eliminates them, y'all. It is, but e- let's... it is exactly how she should do it, but it also appalls me. I enjoyed it. Um, because... Oh, God. I, no, I, I won't talk about it. it. This is not how you... Yes, it's reality television, but it's putting things in all the wrong orders. Well... I know. It's reality television. Television is not where we should set our um, She morality. does talk to Philip, and he's like, can we go inside? It's freezing. <laughs> he's like, it's cold. I have no body fat. So they go inside. She talks to him. I mean, it's really just her talking to a bunch of people, and it's kind of boring. So we get to the part. This is what I thought was interesting. Then, the, then, So later that night, the guys go to their living room. Yeah. 
and Christy goes with Kristen and on an iPad. <laughs> yes. This is kind of what I love about it is that she's there's subjugating these men. This this was this was interesting. So all the men have to watch her. You never watch The Bachelorette because it's just like this. Oh, it is. I, I, I don't watch Bachelor I, Bachelorette I, at all. Like she has all the power too. I guess that's true. I, I but did they show her? You're on acting the, like this is a huge. But did they show on place? the app of like her choosing? No, that's new. So basically, y'all, the, her iPad is hooked up to an app. So on one side are all the guys, and she moves them over. Yeah, to it's, their, it's a power move to their safe space. But it's interesting because you'll see her move a guy over, and then change it back and move it back. Yeah, and the guys are like, "Whoa, huh, yeah, that huh. is that is just kind of a miserable fuck you move." And then. <laughs> The uh, so any guys that she doesn't move over to the I will continue to date you side, she needs don't to kn- talk to them. She needs to talk to them, but it could be a good way of yep. I want to talk to you and tell you that but, I'm connecting with you, or I need to talk to you and tell you bye bye. This wasn't explained to the men, <laughs> I and think I a, love. That. I think a PA forgot to explain forgot, this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some PA named Tyler. He was like, "Oh fuck!" She, he was he was off getting a white claw for some producer because the because the guys were sweating. But basically, there's um, four guys that um, yes, who need to talk to her. Who need to talk to? And I I will say, you guys, when when Mother Poodle comes to me and says, "Jay, I need to talk to you for a second. It's, it's never good. It's never good. <laughs> it's never good. That's and you're my mother, scared. by the way. We tell a lot of stories on about her Mother with Poodle. Day we gaze. do. Um, but the guy, her front runner, or the people that she needs to talk to, are Stewart. Well, yes, the people she needs to talk to Jason, are Philip, Jason, Philip, Holly, Stewart. Yes. Um, and so, Kristen says, "I know it feels awful, but." <laughs> You hopefully will join the other men in the fatherhood room. That's what they're calling it. (laughs) So basically, she says in the jizz jungle. In the jizz jungle. Which y'all, we haven't talked to a lot, but I'm pretty sure that our TiVo stream is going to have a lot of secret scenes. (laughs) Get ready. God bless. God bless. Um, So I'll start first with Tally. Um, Basically, um, she was like, "We had a great time, but." I found you to be evasive, and honestly, I'm not. Ha- we're not going to be a match. So he leaves. Then uh, Philip, she's like, I just don't see us, us starting a family together. You're at a different point in your life. Which and, is well, true. she starts Stuart first, and Stuart, she says, oh. I connected with you. You're doing great. And then she talks to Gay Jason, and she's like, Look, bitch, what's going on with your drinking? With your drinking, yeah. And he basically says, I was just nervous. And those were my nerves. It's not like this. And in I won't my drink like that again. I don't, I'm not. I'm not used to being around people who aren't cows. Cut to, she says, "Okay, you can stay another day." Cut to, we see Jason down in the father who are going. Can I get a drink? Yeah, that's so, not going to go well. I think. I, I'm telling you. Jason, it starts with a finger up his butthole when you're giving him a blowjob. <laughs> Next thing you know, Ain't nothing wrong with that straight guys. Nothing wrong. Next thing you got a ten, ten inch strap on from your lady love. You're pegging him, and you know what? That's fine too, straight guys. Go, Get that D. Go, go. The next thing you know, you're like you're asking your lady, "Can you just stop picking your chin hair out?" <laughs> and then you got a problem. Um, anyway, that's the show, y'all. She does. Pro- she that's that's this show. That's I'm. <laughs> I'm honestly a little worried um, <laughs> how I'm going to feel. I think it's going to be horrible. Y'all, we are, uh, I've been talking to them, but we do, our friends with uh, Ronnie 
and Stephanie of the Rose Pricks Podcast. So we are planning on doing, they're doing the show. So if you want more of this, listen to the Rose Pricks Podcast because they'll be covering this. But also, we're going to be doing a crossover episode with them. So that'll be coming up. You can find all of our shows at 90daygays.com. Uh, we always love it if you leave a review of this Please. show. Five stars and say, keep going, Queens. Keep going, Queens. Keep looking for single, whatever. I love a review. We love a review. Go to 90 Day Gays for all, and find us on Instagram and Twitter at 90 Day Gays and we don't. Say, and know that the uh, this is the first two we're going to be on a regular feed, and the rest is going to be on the Patreon. Patreon at the five dollar lowest yes. tier. We didn't talk about a sign off for this show. How do we sign uh, off? Semen you later. <laughs> Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.